Welcome to Poptopia. Welcome to Poptopia, your podcast for all things pop culture. I'm your host, Paul French, and it is Wednesday, September 24th, 2008. And on this episode, we're going to continue our look at the new TV season. We're going to see how far we get. Uh, I think we made it as far as Tuesday, so... We'll have to see how far this takes us. So I guess where I left off was I was going to talk about Fringe. And uh, and now that I've seen a couple of episodes, I'm actually in, in a better space to comment on it uh, today than I was, say, last week. Um, well, I guess I was never a big fan of the episodes of X-Files that were like the one-and-done sort of monster of the week, freak of the week kind of stuff. Never really dug that stuff. Never really dug it. Uh you know, Smallville kind of picked up that whole thing where they'd have, you know, some episodes would be the conspiracy episodes and other episodes would be uh, would be the, you know, freak of the week kind of stuff. And uh, and and no coincidence that there were a bunch of former X-Files guys working on uh, on Smallville. So <clears throat> I guess uh, with that in mind, uh, watch this episode uh, this this past week. And wow, you, you want to talk about something that really, really reminded me of um well, it just it reminded me so much of of the X Files. Um, it was it was just uncanny. That said, I think they did it a bit better. Um, it, it's not as stylish. Um, well, it's stylish in a different way. I guess is is the real distinction. It's stylish in a way that it's it looks really slick. Where where the X Files never really looked slick. Um, but you know, it's a, a little bit lighter in. Uh, in fringe, and I mean that tonally as well as just the fact that you know there's lights and stuff. Of course, you still get the whole thing where uh, where they get into the crime scene and uh, and it's all flashlights rather than just switch on the goddamn lights. You know, I don't know. Anyway, um, that said, I think the only I, I, you know, and and I don't even mind uh, pacing in it. You know, uh, Joshua Jackson. Um, I guess where the the main problem I have with it is the lead, Anna Torv. Um, it seemed that you know in the first episode and certainly in this last one, she she does a lot of facial tics and um, and I don't know that they really get anything across. They kind of remind me of remember on uh, Saturday Night Live they used to have that girl and I can't remember what the actress's name was, but she used to uh, do like the um, you know they they do the Marsha 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 sketch and so she was playing Jan Brady and uh, and she had this weird scowl that would go on and i think she was in a bunch of um sketches with with Farley when he was doing the uh when he was you know he and Sandler and Spade were doing the uh um the the Gap Girls thing and um and and she would put on this scowl and that's what it reminds me of that, that Anna Torv is doing in, in Fringe, is it reminds me of that particular scowl. And um, and I don't know that it's really getting anything across except to show that she can, you know, scowl. And um, and I'm just not seeing that much that much more to it. But that's just me. You know, your mileage may vary. Um, I'll, I'm still on board for a, for a few more episodes. I enjoyed the one that was on this past week enough to uh, to sort of keep it going. But uh, but I'm not crazy about it. And usually when it comes to a J.J. Abrams show, I, I, I'm loving it. And uh, so this is kind of rare, you know. And I mean, when I say a J.J. Abrams show, I, I mean one that he's actually really involved in. You know, as opposed to say, uh, you know, like a What About Brian or a Six Degrees or whatever, where, where you know, he kind of helped them make the deal with the network, but really it wasn't his thing. Anyway, so that's my little thing about Fringe. So let's talk Wednesdays. 
on Wednesdays, ABC uh, cinches up their lineup with uh, with with the sort of quirky drama uh, lineup. So you got Pushing Daisies at eight o'clock, followed by Private Practice, followed by Dirty Sexy Money. Over on CBS, uh, the New Adventures of Old Christine has moved from uh, from Monday night, so moving out of the Monday night comedy block. And there's a new show right after that called Gary Unmarried, and this one I believe stars Jay Moore. Oh man. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Jay Moore. I mean, come on, action. It, it doesn't get better than that, but uh, I, I hope this one works out for him. I think the uh, I think it starts tonight, so I'll definitely be checking that out. Um, f- anyway, after that is Criminal Minds and then CSI New York. Over on NBC, uh, 8 o'clock is uh, the Ford Hour. Oh, I mean Knight Rider, followed by Deal or No Deal, followed by Lipstick Jungle. Looking at the C, uh, the CW, they've got America's Next Top Model, followed by Stylista. That's a, a perfect block of, of programming for, for that audience. Wasn't that diplomatic of me? Anyway, uh, over on Fox, Bones is on at 8 o'clock, followed by Till Death and Do Not Disturb. I'm going to talk about Do Not Disturb in a minute. Um, okay, so, uh, so uh, New Adventures of Old Christine, kind of cool that she's getting to... Uh, um, to, to anchor the night. Uh, but I wonder like eight o'clock really? Cause that show has never struck me as an eight o'clock, uh, you know, sort of family hour show. Uh, anyway, um, uh, over on pushing daisies, uh, you know, they're kind of really, you know, they, they got kind of cut short by the white writer strike last year and, uh, definitely, you know, very quirky show. In fact, uh, Barry Sonnenfeld just won, uh, an Emmy for the, for directing the pilot episode <laughs> titled Pi P I E let, I-, I love that. Uh, anyway, um, so we're going to see, uh, guest stars such as, uh, Stephen Root, uh, Deborah Mooney from Everwood, um, all kinds of things. Anyway, they're going to be talking a lot about family, and uh, I'm really looking forward to the new season of the show. I just watched the uh, first season on, on DVD again. Well, for the first time on DVD, but I watched the season again on DVD. Perhaps that was a better way to phrase it, and, and really dug it. Um, okay, so looking at Gary Unmarried. So basically, uh, it's all about um, a wisecracking single dad. Perfect role for Jay Moore to be playing. So uh, he's a guy who's divorced, he's got two kids, and he's uh, entering the, the dating world. So it's kind of like Jake in progress, but he's sort of progressed a bit further. Um, anyway, uh, basically, what, they're, what they are trying to do, though, is to make it less of a, um, less like Jake in progress and, and more like time down, you know, get him involved with with one woman and, and go from there. Um, so that new girlfriend is played by Jamie King, um, and his ex-wife is played by Paula Marshall. And uh, hey, you know, hopefully it's good. Hopefully, uh, you know, and uh, hopefully can help Paula Marshall get rid of that label that she has as a show killer because, you know, it's just not fair. She's very talented. All right. Um, what else we got? What else we got? Okay, so... Um, Stylista basically, you know, look at this as as taking uh, the the Devil Wears Prada and making it into uh, into a TV show. Nice and simple. Okay, let's talk. Uh, Do not disturb. You got uh, Jerry O'Connell and Nisi Nash uh, running a uh, high end Manhattan hotel. It's awful, 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 awful. Honestly, could not 
I struggled through the first two episodes and, and, you know, couldn't care less about any of the characters. It's just really bad um, 80s era uh, workplace comedy kind of thing. And I don't mean that it's a period piece. No, I just mean that it's, you know, it, it makes different strokes looks, look like high art. Uh, it's just awful. Um I, I, I think I think it's really comes down to, you know, the way it's shot is part of it. You know, it has that really sort of old school sitcom look. Um, but I think more of it has to do with with the writing. I mean, the, the scripts are just terrible and it's just the worst kind of uh, <laughs> the worst kind of uh, of comedy because it's, you know, not funny. Um, okay, what else is uh, what else is coming back? Friday Night Lights starts its run on DirecTV before it makes its way over to um, uh, to ABC later in the season. Uh, DirecTV, of course, gets the first look because they're they've jumped in to co-produce, just keeping the show on the air. So I'm a happy camper. Um, Lipstick Jungle, quite inexplicably, is back. I, I guess it did well. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe they're looking at the success of the Sex and the City movie to uh, to sort of be a C. I bet they'll watch TV, too, because they acted shocked. Shocked, I say, that women went to see movies. Have you been to a theater? Anyway, moving to Thursdays. Uh, 8 o'clock on ABC, Ugly Betty, followed by Grey's Anatomy, followed by the new version of Life on Mars. Insert fearful shutter here. Um, That's pretty much the same lineup with something new at 10. Um... On uh, CBS, Survivor Gabon, Gabon, Jabon, Jabon, G-A-B-O-N, I'm not sure, subtitled Earth's Last Eden. And that's going to be followed by CSI. I know, there's a shocker. Thursday night on CBS uh, at at 8 o'clock with a Survivor and 9 o'clock CSI. And then at 10 o'clock, a new show called 11th Hour. Over on NBC, uh, they continue their comedy block with My Name is Earl at 8, uh, Kath and Kim, which is a new show, on at 8.30, The Office at 9, 30 Rock at 9.30, and the last season of ER. And I'm not even going to say, you know, it's about time for the last season of ER. So there you go, Andrea. That, that one's for you. Uh, on the CW, we got Smallville followed by Supernatural. And then on Fox, new show called Hole in the Wall, followed by Kitchen Nightmares. All right, so uh, can you believe that Survivor is on its 17th season? I I, I got nothing more to say about it than that, but that just just blows my mind. 17 seasons in like, what, eight years? Um, Okay, so Smallville's back. Is this going to be the last season? Who knows? Um, one thing I'm looking forward to, though, uh, actually, the first episode was was probably one of the best ones they've had in a while, and it was another Justice League episode, which is always a good thing. Um, but uh, coming up uh, this season, they've got an appearance by the Legion of Superheroes. Well, that just, you know, they had me at Legion. And apparently, uh, Jeff Johns is going to be uh, writing that one, so that makes it even better as far as I'm concerned. Um, okay, <clears throat> so 10 o'clock... ABC, Life on Mars. Um, this is a remake of the very popular uh, BBC series and uh, kind of scary. Kind of scary just purely because, you know, the, the, the original was really good and um, and this one was initially developed by David E. Kelly. And I don't generally have a problem with him, but it's just kind of, you know, I don't know. Uh, 
It's always hard when they, when they do a remake of a series that was already very good. A- anyway, uh, David E. Kelly actually dropped out, and the pilot got reshot um, uh, almost completely, um, and uh, and lots of recasting done, um, including Lisa Bonet from The Cosby Show. So uh, you've got basically the the whole basis of the story is uh, a, a cop gets hit by a car and uh, wakes up, and it's 1973. I um, And meanwhile, he's kind of... Uh, um, what, uh, he's, he's comatose in the present era, but, you know, back then he's, you know, still a cop in, in, in 1973, but of course there's all the corruption on the force and it's just that whole, you know, why don't we call someone on our cell phone? Oh, we don't have cell phones here, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> anyway, you got some interesting casting here. Um, Harvey Keitel plays, uh, plays the boss. Um, and this is Jason O'Mara is the, uh, is the cop. Um, Harvey Keitel plays his boss. Michael Imperioli from the Sopranos is going to be his, uh, pre PC colleague. And, um, you know, I, I gotta say I'm intrigued. I hope that they go in a different direction. You know, it it was kind of like with the office when they did that, because the original show was so great. Um, and and it seemed at first like they were going to basically do the same thing, but then they went in a different direction, and that was uh, that was definitely a really good way to go. The other new show on Thursdays was Catherine Kim, and that is starring Selma Blair, the former Mrs. Ahmet Zappa, and Molly Shannon. And basically, this is uh, an adaptation of uh, an Australian sitcom, and it's basically about um, uh, a mother, kind of a <laughs> wacky mother, who welcomes her grown but you know not quite grown up daughter back uh, back to into her home and uh, so you know the, the actual the original Aussie show is 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 pretty over the top and uh, and they plan on doing the same with this uh, they had a really a heck of a time casting uh, Kim uh, which is the Selma Blair role uh, basically because it's it's an unlikable character and they need to to have someone where you would still have some investment in it and uh, so I, I think Selma Blair is a good pick there uh, the last new show on Thursdays is the 11th hour and this is about a biophysicist who basically gets called in at the 11th hour to solve mysterious crimes. Someone comes from CSI producers, uh, Bruckheimer and Cannon, and uh, they say that this one really is a lot lighter in tone than CSI. Um, all kinds of sort of scientific stuff that, that goes on. And um, they even talk about cutting edge cancer cures for nefarious purposes. Uh, I'm in. All right. Uh, that's all the time we got for today. I'll finish off with Friday and Saturday, such as it is, on the next show. But comments, as always, are welcome at poptopiapodcast at gmail.com. And head on over to the forum at forum.poptopiapodcast.com and let us know what you think. Have a great week.